How's it going tonight, everybody? We all run the real featuring Mike, Terry, <laughs> Fox, and Dan. What the heck was that? Oh, we're back. Someone, I think it was TV, was cackling. A little like gremlin popped in here. <laughs> what? You saying I popped in there like a gremlin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, wait, it's Larry. Come to Cameo on our podcast. Terry hasn't shown up. It's Larry now. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Larry. Thank you. You might be a redneck. If you're recording through a uh, a tennis racket wrapped in styrofoam. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, thanks. We're we're gonna. Yeah, I feel like he gave himself away there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh my gosh! Definitely not an audio guy. Is that too high, brow? <laughs> I'm the audio redneck. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've we've got an after Christmas special for you guys. Jingle all the way to we we couldn't get enough with the first one. Apparently. Oh, apparently. Geez, I'm gone for a week. And this is what I come back to. This is the state of things. That is. How did we get here? Someone explain to me how this happened. We didn't we didn't know what to do next. We made an executive decision. It was still in December. I, I thought we had done that uh Christmas special last year, but that was like two years ago. So Was that two years ago? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we we did a bad movie one of these years. Oh yeah. Last year we did the uh alternate ones. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Like Black Christmas, and I think I picked the Lodge. Um, yeah, but yeah, go go check out the archives if you want to hear those. But we, we've got hopefully uh, a fun review here. Not too much. <laughs> I guess just complete roast. Just kidding. I'm gonna roast this movie. Guys. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I hope it's more fun for you guys than it was for. Well, me at least. I don't know. Maybe you guys liked it. Mike did it. That's obvious. I <laughs> did not like this movie. I'll just say it up straight. We'll see if we got coal in our stocking this year. Yeah. I think that would be better than this movie, to be honest. <laughs> like, if I got into my stocking and found Jingle all the way to oh, <laughs> nightmares. Man, could have given us coal. We could have at least, I don't know powered the gas stove or whatever not gas <laughs> the, the coal, coal burning stove, stove for a night <laughs> i don't know if we said but yeah we're covering jingle all the way to um the sequel to the the one movie we did last week jingle all the way one who knew that there was even a sequel to that but yeah 18 years later this is classic studio has a trash movie and they just tack on the title to it i think but We'll get into that. Not just any studio. WWE studio. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, they're back. With another junk movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to think Oculus might be their uh, one good movie that they did. I can't believe that they produced that movie. How on earth did they get that? <laughs> they had a, a good director behind that one, so... I guess I heard that other wrestling movie they did was good. It was like actually about wrestling, about the um, like girl and her brother who become wrestlers. I thought I heard that was good. I wanted to watch that one, but I didn't. Nope. <laughs> I'm not a big wrestling guy, so. You don't like some wrestling? Some wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> some pig wrestling. That's more my speed. 
Um, there will be spoilers if you care. Um, just to beware. It's very much the movie. You probably know what's going to happen um, as soon as it starts. But, you know, if you're worried about it, go watch it if you want. But we're spoiled on it. So fair warning. No Christmas cheer here. Christmas jeer. Ooh, <laughs> appropriate. Well, let's just jump into it then. What did you guys think? You know what I thought of it. What'd you think of it, Mike? Yeah, lay it on us. Lay it all out there. Get it all out. This is garbage, man. This is <laughs> such a bad Dang. movie. Bad themes, bad message. <laughs> um, and it's terribly forced at every single thing. Even the jokes come off like bad and forced to me. So I hated this movie. <laughs> you know what it felt like to me when I was watching it? It felt like a religious propaganda movie. Yeah, I can see that. Just like the way it's shot and stuff, yeah. I can see that. The way they talk. Oh, especially at the end, too. Oh. Yeah, talk about just ham-forcing stuff. What even were the themes and messages here? Like, you know, I went in assuming that it was going to be like, capitalism is the bad guy. Christmas isn't about consuming. It's about being with people you love. Which I guess we kind of got that, but I feel like the bad guy just turned to be like insecurity and maybe like a like a reading problem, maybe some dyslexia. I don't know. I was very confused by the end. They're supposed it's supposed to be like, yeah, just being together is what matters. Put aside your differences for the ones you love. Yeah, and it's it's through the viewpoint of a divorced family, so it's like. We need to get along for the child or whatever. And it's like, you can both be the, the kid's dad. It's okay. Yeah, there's no need to compete with each other. Like, sure, that's a good message. But, like, it's told in the worst way possible. Like, pretty much this whole movie is the rich guy screwing over the poor guy. Like, it, it's told in such a terrible, bad taste way. I gotta say, though, I sympathized with the rich guy. Like, Larry lives in a horrible place that is not safe for children to be in. And this new guy just wants to give that little girl, like, the best life he can. Meanwhile, Larry's like, you want some Cheetos for breakfast? He's the fun-loving dad. <laughs> he is. <laughs> like, I know it's a PG movie, and we're not meant to, like, deeply analyze these plot <laughs> points, but... Like, hey, dang, Larry man. should be dead in this movie, yeah, for going too realistic. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you, Fox. I, I sympathized with the the rich dad, too, in this. They did do something that I liked, which most of these types of, you know, the poor versus the rich person don't do, is they, they made an effort of having the rich guy be like, like you said, Fox, being anxious about competing with the poor dad. And I was like, that's kind of a neat touch that they actually put some effort in the show and it from that perspective, too. Because he's like, you know, Larry's the poor guy and he's like, he can do all the fun stuff, but all I can do is buy my kid gifts, essentially. So that was kind of neat um, and will be one of the only praises that I give the movie. <laughs> I was I was almost like, yeah, really surprised by the movie because it's like, wow. Yeah, usually it's like the evil like stepdad kind of thing, you know, but it was like they actually made him like they're, they're not like taking sides on this. But then I do feel like towards the end, 
the 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 rich man does start to get a little too go too far with it. <laughs> it's like, all right, you're not you're not that great anymore. <laughs> they set it up to be like more than the sum of its parts, and then they promptly forget that and just do the bog standard thing you've always seen in these types of movies. That's a good way to put it. I hadn't looked at the the rich character. I can't even remember his name. Victor? Victor, yeah. I hadn't thought of looking at Victor from that angle. But I, I feel like that character was just played so weird. I, I didn't like that character. I didn't like Larry as a character either. Yeah, I didn't find anybody really likable at all. And so it was just kind of cringy for me to watch them do this and push so hard at this plot point that they were failing at the whole time. The cringe factor was pretty hefty. Like I was bleeding from my ears and eyes and mouth. <laughs> I was cringing so hard for so long. I want to say it's probably the writer's fault for the most part in this for the rich guy, I'd say, because like they had a good idea, but then for whatever reason they're like we've run out of ideas or we don't know how to develop this so we're just gonna make his character be all over the place i think it would have helped a lot if they'd like actually kind of like the first jingle all the way where like there's two competing forces trying to get like the toy if he had feet on the ground along with larry and they were like together for most of it i think that would have really actually helped like relate with both of them giving them more moments to like you know chad and find you know differences and similarities and all that but no he uses his stooge to do everything yeah this isn't dad versus dad this is dad versus other dad's goon <laughs> it is <laughs> i did like that character the most he was like power tripping on buying up all these toys <laughs> yeah i was like dude <laughs> yeah i did kind of like him I think I'll give the daughter a little bit of props, too. She's pretty adorable. I mean, she she's actually given, like, a lot to do in this, which I don't know if was the best choice. But, like, she's, you know, she seems, like, fine, you know, good. She's she's adorable, which is, I think, the point. So I'll give her props. Yeah. it Kid actors are so hard to get right, you know. She she was not terrible, but she was pretty annoying, too, for a lot of it. Yeah, I think she had a little too much screen time, probably. I always feel bad. Kids always annoy me, so I try to review nicer, <laughs> Wait, but I'm like, man, what if we just didn't have kids in movies? <laughs> Is that wrong? <laughs> but I feel you. With with kid actors, I always blame the director, I think, if if the performance is not you know, the best, or if it comes off annoying, because it's the director's job to help with that. I won't give it too much flack, like TV said, but, I mean, you know what you're getting into. <laughs> it could have been worse. I Yeah, you know? Could have been way worse. Yeah, yeah, it could have been. Ooh, I will say he's not a great actor, though, is Larry, the cable guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oof, yeah, I was kind of almost shocked how bad he was. Like, I guess I, you know, I don't, I don't think he's really known to be much of an actor. I think his biggest role was in Cars as a voice actor. But so I mean, I don't know. It's just like I guess that's what you get for casting him as well. But yeah, some of his like, you know, when he's like trying to sell the emotion on his face, like when he gets like an uplifting phone call and you just have to like watch as his face kind of like glows, I guess, and he smiles. It's like, oh, this just doesn't work. This is not good. 
I mean, it feels like just for him, it's a bunch of skits that they wanted to do and they just put them together in some movie, right? Because he's just being himself. He's not trying to act at all. <laughs> yeah, it's like just his stand-up. I feel like it's hard to do a comedy with like a stand-up comedian who's not just doing their act the whole movie. But she is, I think you're right. Yeah, I think he, I mean, they play into the, yeah, Larry the Cable Guy aesthetic a lot in this. That That is a, like, a tough thing to do, because, I mean, look at a more successful one now, Kevin Hart. I mean, it's, he does, the, it's the exact same thing with him. Every movie he's in, he just does the same shtick. I agree. Just kind of the joke delivery in this seemed pretty forced, and all the emotional scenes seemed pretty forced, I think, with everybody acting. It it seems like they did it as quick as possible. Like, okay, we're doing one take here, and then we're done. Yeah, it did. It definitely felt super cheap, like really cheaply made, which it's super low budget. Oh, man. At the beginning when they had the CGI... For no reason at the ice fishing hut. They do that a lot. They There's a lot of CGI in this movie and it's really bad. Like the water coming out of the truck from the snow. He drove to the thing. And there was one scene that I did laugh at. The CGI was so bad when Larry pulls up to uh, Victor's building in the middle of the night. It's just this really CGI backdrop green screen i'm like dude why didn't you just film them driving up to some windows we did not need to see the whole building i don't know what it is with these crappy movies and cgi but they just go nuts is it just me or were like the nighttime scenes like really grainy and like... oh yeah they weren't good at all the lighting was terrible in those scenes oh i mean come on if you're not going to commit all the way you can't expect them to like rent a red like every day for every day of shooting right <laughs> i guess yeah i don't know you know you're not wrong though <laughs> and that's like bad for like a major major motion picture i guess that's the thing i don't know if this is major i don't know what where this lands is this, i'm assuming just direct to dvd right like this didn't go to theaters maybe this was like i almost felt like a hallmark kind of thing to me like a movie from hallmark it does. I mean, the lighting felt like that or a Lifetime movie, you know? Yeah, very flat. Yeah, just if and then sometimes not enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does look bad. And I did take a note. I was like, can we please not have a close up scene of Larry eating while saying lines of dialogue? <laughs> that's his thing, man. He likes food. Yeah, I guess that's his thing. But it happened quite a bit in this movie. I mean, they don't they don't know any other way to shoot somebody except getting a close up of their face. No, they get up in there. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only way they know how to do it when someone's talking. Oh, holy smokes! This movie had a budget of five mil. It's more than I thought, honestly. Yeah. Well, I would assume you'd have to pay Larry at least, you know, a, a decent chunk. Hey, man, all. All power to him. It's like the Adam Sandler thing. He makes movies so he can take his friends on vacations uh, to places, you know. So it's like, man, these guys got it figured out. Like they they get they get a big paycheck just to show up and do some goofy stuff, or they get a big paycheck just to haul all their friends to like Hawaii or somewhere and mess around. It's like, man, they got they got it made. <laughs> <laughs> i would do the same if someone asked me to be in a movie like this oh yeah I'll, I'll do it honestly yeah any listeners out there doing some casting 
Um, yeah. Hey, hit me up. Sign <laughs> me up. I'll do it. Hit up. We're on the reel. We love movies. We'll act in your movie too. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you'll get a discount if you cast all four of us. Ooh. There you go. That's a that's a great deal. Yes, I'm sure it is. <laughs> Email us at runthereel at gmail dot com, or is it run the real podcast? There you go at, at gmail dot com. <laughs> We want to go on a vacation with each other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be the life. I'm pretty sure there's some dude I can't remember who his name. Who's like, oh, or it might be a girl who just plays like a cadaver in every single movie she's in. And I'm like, that's like the best job ever. I feel like I could do that. Yeah. Oh man, you'd have to work hard. I don't know. Like you guys remember that the the Jane Doe horror movie, Autopsy of Jane Doe. I don't know how that gal does that. I mean, she is like... Oh, she's good in that, yeah. Rock solid, not moving, breathing, blinking. Yeah, I can't go like five seconds without blinking, so... <laughs> as long as I'm not the focus, yeah. Don't make me a main character as a cadaver. Just give me like a few seconds of screen time. I could do that. I'll be asleep the rest of it, and you can pay me. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. This movie's not very good. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I hated it as much as like it sounds like you all did. But I didn't like it either. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's bad. I didn't, like, I kind of was amused just by watching it, but it was still, you know, like, mostly because it was bad. It's a very, like, watchable bad for me, though, I guess. Yeah, I'm I'm more in line with you, Terry. Um, I don't know. I have a hard time getting mad at Larry the Cable Guy. He just seems like a, a fun dude to be around, you know, so it... It's not good, but I didn't, like, despise it, really. Like, I was just like, That's fair. It is a very groaner, cringe movie. Um, I will say there was a few things I did like about it. Um, Whenever they had the montage scene of Larry smashing his alarm clock, (laughs) and then he got up late, and... Started going looking for toys that were all sold out. I thought that was okay for a montage scene. That had a cool song, too, with, like, the bass line that kicked in. I did like that, yeah. I was like, can we do more of this in the movie? And then I realized it was because people weren't talking that I was <laughs> liking it. Um, that kind of stuff was okay. And I thought the letter to Santa um, joke where Larry was going to open it where he tricked his kid into thinking he was going to put it in his mailbox, and then his buddy was like, you can't open that. Oh, that was kind of funny when he showed up. <laughs> that yeah. actually did make me laugh because he went so hard for it. He's like, dude, you can't open yeah. that. <laughs> That's illegal, yeah. It's illegal. There, like, there are some moments in here that, like, with better cast, I think would actually be pretty funny. The, the one moment that had me actually kind of busting up laughing was when Larry's, like, running away from the mob. And, like, he's, like, got that wig on and all that, like, those clothes. And there's, like, just, they're, like, get him. And he's, like, huh? <laughs> he just starts running. That, I thought, was actually pretty funny. Uh, that that had me cackling a little bit. You know, that's fair. I guess I, I will admit that scene right before the mob where he meets up with his ex-girlfriend and he's wearing the homeless dude getup. Yeah. I was pretty entertained by that whole bit. (laughs) He's like, it's just laundry day. It is a dirty shirt. (laughs) I don't need your money. Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, and I love that ex-girlfriend, like, when she's like, are you like this because I broke up with you? And he's like, yeah. what? I thought it was mutual. And she's yeah. just like, uh, I got to go to church. You know? <laughs> like, that's going to be my excuse for everything now, you know? I'm like, I'm like, I call at work, don't like the guy. I'm going to be like, oh, I just realized I got to go to church, man. <laughs> like, what are you going to say to that, you know? No, you can't go to church. Like, There's moments I think, yeah. And more capable hands would, like, legit, like, be pretty hilarious, but uh, I don't think they, and nobody here's really got the chops, I think, to, like, the delivery's just a little off a lot of the times, I think, with, like, the dialogue and stuff. Yeah, I, I don't know if you guys got this, but I felt like this was a very slow-paced movie as well. Um, the first movie, Jingle All the Way, is very fast-paced, and I think that helps a lot. And I think that would have helped a lot in this one because it seems like, I don't know, it's like 40 minutes before they actually start hunting down toys. It is. Yeah, I paused it to look. I think it was like 30-something minutes before like he's like figures out what she, or he thinks he figures out what she wants for Christmas. I was like, geez, like let's get moving here. What are we doing? There's so much that could have been cut. Just like trim it down, make it 40 minutes. Maybe it would have been funny for me then. But as it stands, there's just too much. Like, this is an hour and 33 minutes, and I feel like it could have been 40 minutes. And it was a long hour and a half, I tell you what. Well, you know what makes it feel long is because it's like each situation he gets in is like a little skit for him to do for a stand-up show. Each one's got like its little build-up, and then he goes through with it, and then the aftermath kind of thing, you know? It's like... Since each one feels like a a skit and they're all tacked together, it feels a lot more unnatural than like the first one where it's like he just keeps getting in the crazy things all the time. <laughs> it feels more cohesive, like it's all related, whereas it feels like random people just show up and start talking to Larry who have no like reason to. Like the old twin women, I thought that was really weird. That was strange. I forgot about them. They're like talking they're finished they're doing the classic twin finishing each other's sentences was like what is this like what does this have to do with anything it was just so weird yeah or the bull riding thing oh yeah, yeah. why were they bull riding could, like could someone explain to me why they were doing that what that had to do with anything at all to win the toy apparently the one of the prizes at the bar is i guess the... like i realized at the end they were trying to get the prize but then like somehow they missed the integral second place gets the bear yeah <laughs> i was like dude just give your daughter a vacation to the place with you like isn't that cool like <laughs> jeez yeah like i guess i wasn't paying enough attention and neither were they <laughs> like man yeah I, I think that's kind of the joke i thought that was a little funny that he was just like i wanted the, the doll i didn't want this dang vacation for two <laughs> it's a, a slight chuckle yeah well a lot of it's so lazy for the jokes and stuff you know it's like 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 we were talking about the bull riding thing is like he didn't check to make sure that the first place was the bear you know it's kind of like to me it's it kind of a lazy way to write a joke and a lot of this movie feels that way to me. It might be a little amusing, but it's not like it's not like a quality joke, you know. A lot of it's just like redneck shtick that Larry does, and a lot of it feels like a lot of his like you know one-liner jokes after the end of each skit are like just feel like 
the first thing that came to the top of his head and like just it's not that funny usually like i think i just pooped myself or something it's like uh yeah that's not even funny it's a lot of toilet humor uh i can't do that man i hate toilet humor so much you boys know how i feel about those things <laughs> i don't nearly either i i think i've got it figured out guys they could have made this movie better by cutting out a bunch of stuff and putting the wrestlers in the movie like what if all these massive buff guys were also going after these toys for their daughters and larry had to fight with them instead of the rich guy like or put the rich guy in there with them and they both have to get one together they could have had both those characters in there it could be a throwback to the the um santa con men scene in the original one but instead it's a bunch of big old wrestlers <laughs> they gotta go up against there is a wrestler in this anthony corelli He's the Larry's best friend. Oh, he was a he's a wrestler. Nice. They did a good job hiding how buff that dude is. Holy crap! I know. I was really surprised that he's like just a normal like actor, <laughs> like, you know, normal role, not some sort of like over the top, ridiculous thing. Now that was impressive. That's something impressive the movie <laughs> pulled off. <laughs> he just seems like a normal dude, a little weird, you know? Not even like playing like a normal like personality I'd expect from a wrestler. He's like really going off. I mean, I guess I don't know. Maybe that is like his character in wrestling. I don't watch wrestling, but I doubt it. He's he's a little strange and like kind of like timid a little bit. I usually like wrestlers in movies, you know? They you like come across like across as like endearing, I feel like a lot. Like the maniac and always sunny. They they should have put some more zany stuff in this. I I've been trying to think who is this movie targeted at? Like it feels like it's targeted at kids. Yeah, and like Larry fans. But I'm like, okay, the people who know Jingle all the way are gonna be like our age or older. That's gonna be their main audience watching this because of the name. Probably. I honestly don't know, but I don't know why it's Jingle All the Way too at all. It doesn't make any sense. They're trying to get the toy. Yeah. It should have just been a remake. Just call it Jingle All the Way. Like, that's that's fine. I'd ra almost rather it had been that. It's, like, unrelated at all to the, the original. Come on. Or, I don't know, The Christmas Without Cable or something. Make it about Larry. Yeah. I, I feel like the studio probably was like, we need something that people will recognize. And maybe Jingle All the Way was, like, cheap for the rights or something. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> Maybe that's where the five million went. Or maybe, yeah, something like that. That's what it feels like to me. They just kind of tacked it on because they're like, all right, nobody's going to watch this unless we do this. Feels like a studio decision. I don't even know, like, if the bear thing was intended when they first started making this movie. It does take a long time. <laughs> yeah, it happens so late in the movie. And then when it does happen, like, they spend so much time on it. Like it's, it, it feels weird. It's like I something doesn't sit right with me about how it's put together. Could just be bad writing too, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It it could be because like you know this the first thirty minutes of it, yeah, it's just the two dads are trying to outdo each other with who can do the best thing or have the most fun with the little girl, right? And then all of a sudden it devolves into the bears. 
That toy is a terrible replacement for Turbo Man. <laughs> it's more booster, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Like, t I guess we talked about it last week. Like, the Tickle Me Elmo thing was a hot commodity, so maybe they were trying to ape that, I guess. I bet it was cheap, because they did buy a bunch of those bears in boxes for some of those shots where they had, like, mountains of them in a warehouse or something. So it's probably something cheap. I did read that the director voiced the bear lines. Oh, he did good. Good for him. I, I just didn't buy that everybody would be after this bear, you know? It just it didn't seem like the thing that would, would get people out there. I think it's kind of before our time, right? I, like, I remember being a kid. Like, do you guys remember, like, a toy when, like, we were kids, like, between, like, 5 and 10, the coveted demographic, as the toy salesman says? Like, I don't remember for the life of me what, like, a toy was, what the hot toy that all my friends had was. You know, we also had our own toys. Bionicles. Bionicles, yeah. Furbies. I don't know. My friends weren't big Lego guys. I was like the nerd in my small town. Nobody else wanted Bionicles besides me. Yeah. I, I, that's what I, we were talking about this last week. I don't know, yeah, what, like, if that's still a thing or not. It probably has to be. Like, I feel like there probably is, like, toys that kids want. Or is it just, like, video games? PS5. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's good, yeah. That's fair, yeah. <laughs> so, GeForce 3080. <laughs> I didn't get the vibe in uh, Jingle All the Way too that most people wanted this bear. I thought there was, like, a small group of people who wanted it. But then the rich guy was influencing the supply-demand thing by buying them all up so Larry could not get one, and that's what created the thing. But then at the end, everybody was super mad because they couldn't get a bear. Well, and when did this come out? I mean, like, 2014. Was online shopping not a thing in 2014? We were in college at the time, so... Amazon was definitely a thing in 2014. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, someone brings up online shopping in this, but I don't remember their excuse for why it wouldn't work. Oh, uh, he said that it wouldn't get there in time for Christmas. Oh, because he waited too long. Yeah. Well, geez, Larry, maybe ask your daughter what she wants more than like two days before Christmas. Man, she wouldn't tell him. It's a secret. It's a secret, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he would know how to trick her into telling him either. What I guess it was ultimately irrelevant, wasn't it? Because she didn't even want the dumb bear. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the, the classic twist at the end. That's why she didn't tell him, because she didn't want it. <laughs> and I saw the end coming a mile away. I don't know. I, I didn't realize that it literally said together. She just put an A instead of an E in the letter. And Larry <laughs> apparently is so uneducated or has, like, a problem. Like, that scene where, like, the letters fall into place is, like, how I feel like I've seen dyslexia depicted in films before. I'm pretty sure that they just wrote that letter to be, like, family together or whatever, and then they're like, what What name can we get out of this? Yeah. That's what they did. It's definitely <laughs> planned around that. Let's get a bear and name it Harrison, because that sounds like together or whatever she wrote. I do wish there's more, like, slapstick in this. Like, like in the old one, you know, you're saying, Mike, you wish there's, like, more goofy stuff. Because a lot of this, the humor is just Larry saying things, it feels like. 
Where like in the last jingle, the way like Arnold's getting like thrown around, he's diving for stuff, you know, he's getting beat up, and that happens a couple times in this, but. I think they could have really used a lot more, um, yeah, more slapsticky stuff. And although the stuff they do is not great, I will say that with the slapstick, with like him falling on his back, getting blasted by electricity, or getting pushed away by water, that stuff's kind of bad. But I would have used more of that. Yeah, I agree. They could have set up more scenarios and then just kind of thrown Larry into it and let Larry do his thing. I think instead of focusing completely on Larry the whole time. Like, focus on setting up these things more, and then how he reacts in it. Man, here, here's an idea. Larry, Larry, the cable guy's whole shtick is the redneck thing, right? Why don't we have him actually go on a bear hunt in this movie? Like, he gets oh, confused and goes hunting for a real bear. They call it Harrison or something like that out there. We're trying to find Harrison. And then, yeah, they go out into the woods and there's this massive bear that's like, he's, oh, no. <laughs> and he just gets mauled and gets away. I could see it. Get her done. And he runs off. That would be fun. Oh, they'd have to hire a bear, I guess, which might be an issue, unfortunately. Jeez, put a guy in a bear suit. I mean, at this <laughs> oh, point. I'd love that. <laughs> that would have been awesome. That'd be even funnier if there's like, there's some weirdo out there that's dressed up like a bear. <laughs> <laughs> They did miss the obvious joke when he was, like, putting together his lights contraption, and they're like, is that safe? They missed the obvious joke to be like, of course it's safe. I'm a cable guy. Something like that. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, really? You let that slide by? (laughs) Yeah, give us a little wink at the audience. And he, like, looks at the camera, and he's like, (laughs) (laughs) Ugh. Right, he already uses his name or his stage name so, in this yeah. movie. <laughs> it might as well. It's so lazy because it's like, at least in the first one, they put in a ton of effort with it. Like all the people that show up throughout the movie to like do the stampedes and like jump and fight with each other. And this one, you just got like Larry waiting in a in a semi small line for stuff, or like three people are mad in the store. You know, it is so lazy in comparison. Yeah, I felt like they only had like a block to shoot on at times because I felt like I was seeing a lot of like the same shot at different angles to kind of like make it look like it was a, like when the montages when he's like going into stores and stuff. I was like. It feels like it's all the same store. Is it just me or did he go to like five comic book shops to try to find this bear? Because <laughs> I was looking in the background. There's like comics and toys, like, you know, quote unquote toys, I guess collectibles or whatever in the background. I'm like, did they just like go to the same comic shop and just film a bunch of <laughs> Larry walking in and trying to get a bear here scenes? I think so. This went around to all of them in their town. I guess maybe what it is for me, you know, and. Tell me if you guys don't feel like this, but I feel like the original is basically like a family-friendly action movie wearing the hat of a Christmas movie. But this is just, I don't know, that's like a Christmas movie made to be consumed at Christmas. I feel like there's no none of that action intensity like you were saying earlier, the fast-paced stuff. And I feel like they, they could have done this with Larry, right? They could have had Larry doing all this, that same stuff. Yeah, that'd be fun. The, the times when he's in action, I'm laughing. When he's running away from the mob, I thought that was hilarious. More physical comedy, like, you know, like, uh, what, what are those guys, the, the Stooges or whatever? Have stuff like that. 
Yeah, the Stooges. Yeah, I think Larry would be good at that, actually. They could have used something else like that. Yeah, I would agree, Fox. Same, but... Guys, I am out of things to talk about this one. You guys have anything else? I wanted to talk about the editing in this movie. for it, Like, in particular, the snowball fight and the bull riding. Oh my god, it was so bad. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, like the multi-cam looking weird. Like, so much stuff going on the screen at the same time. Oh, jeez. In the, the snowball fight, you'd never get a complete shot of somebody picking up a snowball, chucking it at somebody and hitting them. They always cut and they do like weird cuts. And it's it's just like, I'm like, really? You can't just set up the camera and film them throwing a snowball at each other? You got to make all these unnecessary cuts in here? It was so bad. And like at one part, they tried to time the cuts to the like drum beat in the music. And we got like rapid fire 15 cuts in a row. And I was like, what the heck is going on? Man, I think that snowball fight was a terrible idea. That'd be hard to film because like that girl isn't his kid, right? So like, how do you have a real snowball fight with someone who's not your kid? Like, how hard do you throw the snowball? You like you're liable to get sued on set or something. Oh, like, just please. don't do it. Like, my dad used to smack the crap out of me with snowballs, and, like, I thought it was <laughs> hilarious as a kid. But obviously this girl wouldn't feel the same. This guy's, you know, not gonna look like he's throwing a real snowball unless he's throwing a snowball. I mean, it's it's a little girl and her dad. Like, they could just do the whole, like, ah, I'm just gonna throw it light, you know, because it's just a little kid I'm playing with, you know? And that would have been fine. Like, <laughs> they don't even have to have him try and bean her, which that could have been pretty funny, actually, if they did do that. <laughs> But it's like that, and then, yeah, whatever you're saying they did with that m bull. Oh, the multi-cam thing, yeah. Whatever that was, where they, like, had, like, four different things on screen at the same time. Just, like, that was bad, yeah. It's, like, too much. I didn't know what to pay attention to. Like, my brain was like, what? Like, I was, like, looking at the screen, like, trying to figure out, like, what's the most important thing. Because they're all, they all, I don't know, it's just, ugh. Yeah, that, that did kind of drive me insane a little bit watching that part. <laughs> Man, it, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of that, that awful freaking love scene in Velocipaster. I was going to bring that up. That's how you do it right. That's how you do it perfectly. <laughs> that was an amazing <laughs> scene. Get out of here, Dan. That was like a music video. <laughs> it, it reminded me of it because it was so bad. Yeah, I was like, I need to go watch Velocipaster again to see how you do this correctly because that nailed it. Yes, exactly. Do not, because it is not good in that either. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best scene in the movie. You, this ain't a TV sitcom. You're not the Brady Bunch showing a bunch of people <laughs> talking on the phone. No, it, it was like a pop punk music video, like a Sum 41 video. Yeah, how fun. I guess, you know, is that like a... a like a country music video with larry <laughs> mm, no this feels more like somebody was sitting at media composer and was like hmm what are the effects let's give them one of these and one of those and one of these. <laughs> you're right <laughs> you, you want to know why you're spot on there fox because every transition in this movie like they do one of the like 
the you know the the like i don't know the right term for it like the little circle thing where it like zips into a circle real fast Mm-hmm. every single one of those is a different <laughs> kind of those things Every one of them's different. Sometimes it's a like a screen wipe. Sometimes it's a fade. Sometimes it's the circle. Sometimes it's some other shape. They're just like, they just sat there and it's like, what's all the stuff I can do in this program, baby? <laughs> to let you know that it was a different skit that time. <laughs> yep. Oh, terrible. Where's the cohesion? I guess I shouldn't expect much from this though when it comes to editing even like normal cuts yeah like you're saying with the snowball stuff even like the very first scene i thought was edited in a very weird way um where like the girl wakes him up it feels like it's like it felt like they're actually filming in like a trailer and like it was super tight and so like they didn't have enough like good camera angles so they're cutting very awkwardly from like their faces Ugh, it, it just felt weird they did get real close to the faces at that at the start of this movie. I did notice that. It's like they don't got any room or something. Yeah. What's the deal? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh man. There is one more thing I got out of this movie. It's a deep theme, a deep analysis of the the end of the movie. Ooh, I'm excited. There's a subtext in this movie at the very end that I don't think they plan to have be this way, right? Because you know the 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 company Baxter Boxes, right? They've they've done a pretty bad thing to the the their consumer base, right? They've gone around to all the stores and they've bought up all of these Harrison Bears, right? So nobody has access to them, okay? This this pisses off everybody in the town. Deservedly so, because nobody can buy these bears for their kids, and they're all mad, right? And they're making a big stink and yelling at the company about it, right? And so the company realizes that they're wrong and turns around and's like, here, have these Harrison bears for free from us to you as a show of our goodwill. And the public just takes it, eats it up, and lets them be after that. Eerily similar to how <laughs> this capitalism works in America, right? Where this like the company does something crappy, and then everybody yells at them, and then they're like, here, have this little thing that costs us no money, and then everybody forgets about it and just lets them be after that. That's a subtext in this movie, and I'm pretty sure <laughs> oh they did God. not intend for that to be there. <laughs> I kind of think they did. Well, that's what I was kind of saying earlier about how I didn't know what the overall message was. You know, was it that, you know, yeah, Christmas is about being together, or was the message really capitalism isn't the bad guy? I think it was an unintended consequence because of the convoluted story that they concocted for the, the two dads, right? Because, like, we talked about in the first one, one of the things I like about that movie is how cynical it is with consumerism and taking a good, or taking a look at that um, around the holidays, right? So that was a nice part of that movie that I enjoyed. And they could have done something clever with that here, too, but I 
been pretty sure that it was just an unintended thing that occurred. So I guess the reason I think it may have been intentional, because I thought you were actually going to talk about a different subtext that popped up, which was Larry's random out of the blue libertarian rant. Oh, at the end when he and the dad are having the heart to heart in the warehouse and suddenly Larry's like, I always pay my taxes and I do my fair share and I ain't ever asked nobody for a handout and just gets really angry and starts saying all these things about <laughs> how he's very self-reliant and okay with capitalism. and <laughs> Yeah, there's a little, there's hints about that throughout the movie. He has like weird little lines. And I'm like, oh, I feel like he's kind of playing it to his audience, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That that's what that came off to me. Like the the writers didn't know any other way to um have him express his feelings, and so they just had to go back to the classic poor versus the rich thing. Yeah, I mean that's how you just appease the masses. Just give us free stuff and we'll forget all about it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you hear that, Sony? Give me something. I'll forgive you for not giving me a PS5. <laughs> well, I got one now, but... <laughs> See, I've forgiven him. As soon as I got one, I was like, you know, I'm cool with them. <laughs> <laughs> you did the best thing you can do. You consumed. Nice spin. <laughs> you must consume. That will fix all your problems. Maybe this is like a they live scenario. Yeah. Consume. <laughs> obey. This is your god. <laughs> the Harrison Bear. All I need is those sunglasses and I could see what that really thing that thing really is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess are we ready for overall presentation? I'm good. I'm ready. So we got a scale we use to rate these movies that goes from burn it, pass, watch it, or buy it in that order. We're all going to give our own little spiel and then uh, throw out our ratings, so who knows where this will land. I'm going to go ahead and guess not towards the positive, but, you know, you never know. You know, but this, this movie does, you know, remind me of a time, you know, a lot of us are searching for those high-end products that are selling out. The scalpers are, are taking them away from us and hiding them somewhere. But we need them, and we need them. And I've been on the hunt, you know, the PS5 for years. I've been looking for this bell. Okay, maybe I'm exaggerating. It hasn't been years, maybe one or two, but not years. But I've been searching for this thing forever, and I've been following all the clues. And one man had been getting to all the stores first and picking them up first every <laughs> single time. Wait. And all the journalists, you know, I was starting to, they're cluing me in. I was, they're, they're on the trail with me. We're getting ready to expose them. Uh, but I, I'm legally, I can't uh, say that, uh, the name of the person at this time. But on a totally unrelated note, Mike, why don't you go first this time? Hmm, <laughs> unrelated, huh? Been outed on Run the Real. <laughs> unrelated, totally random note. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we always are. Yes, unrelated, but I, I will happily go first um here with this movie um so like if you're similar to me when i watch movies um sometimes i watch one and then i immediately kind of forget that i watched it because i just purged it from my brain because it's so bad and easily forgettable jingle all the way Two is one of those movies i'm very glad i took good notes when i watched it because i kind of forgot that i watched it when i watched it like a week ago um 
It's a sequel to a movie that's like a Mike guilty holiday pleasure. It could have been decent, but it falls flat in every way. On top of that, I found some of the jokes and like themes in this movie kind of offensive and in bad taste, and that usually doesn't happen to me. Um, this movie is trash, and I'm going to have to burn it like Arnold did Ted's house in the first movie, so <laughs> burn it from Mike. Bringing it back more so than this movie ever did. Dang, yeah, you don't got to feel guilty at all, Mike, being a fan of that jingle all the way. <laughs> That's a classic. But... Yeah, this is apparently a sequel, they tell me. I don't know. I feel bad with movies like this. You know, like, it's it's a PG, family-friendly, meant-to-be-watched-with-your-kids-at-the-holidays kind of thing. Not meant to be critically analyzed, and I would say probably they even try to prevent that sort of thing from happening. But you know what? That's what we're here to do. That's why we're on this podcast. This isn't... Four guys watch a movie and then, you know, call it a day. This is four guys watch a movie and review it. So uh, that sounds like a fun show, yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, similar to Mike, I, I'm going to have to say this was like a trash movie. Man, this was just bad to watch. I, I was not really amused by 99% of the jokes. And what I was amused by, I don't know if it was meant to be a joke. I think I'm also going to have to burn it. I guess I might feel a little mean-spirited burning it, knowing that it's not meant to be reviewed this harshly, but, like, come on. Just sitting here amongst us, not being paid, I think we came up with some very feasible alternatives that could have been done. So, that's a burden from old Fox. If someone's making Jingle All the Way 3, we're available for that, too. Come on, hit us up. (laughs) (laughs) We'll act in it, we'll write some of it. I'm not not sure I'm willing to write all of it, but... (laughs) (laughs) Give us a funky, funky Christmas soundtrack, TV. Oh, yeah, I'll I'll score it with my own signature style. (laughs) But... Anyways, uh, yeah, this isn't great. I'll give you that. I didn't, I didn't hate it. I don't think as much as Mike or Fox did. But look, yeah, why? I don't know why you would ever watch this. Um, because I mean, Jingle All the Way one is way better. Um, and two doesn't even like really even try to live up to it. It doesn't really have the same style unless you just count a man trying to get a toy for his kid that's disappearing. Um, I mean, that's the only through line. Like, the acting, none of it's amazing. Larry isn't very good in this. Not, He's not even that funny a lot of the time, but I will give it credit. It made me laugh a f- couple times out loud, which I wasn't expecting. Larry running away from the mob was probably the funniest part of the movie for me. I thought that was actually pretty good. We could use a lot more stuff like that, I think. Um, much like Booster in the original uh, Jingle All the Way. <laughs> I think I'm just going to pass on this one <laughs> and uh, stick with Jingle All the Way 1 because Jingle All the Way 2, it's like the unlikable sidekick. Um, nobody wants him around. But he's not that bad, guys. Come on. I mean, it is, it's pretty bad. I'll get, I, I do not disagree with anything you guys have said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, this definitely is like your bog standard TV movie. Not much effort went into making it. It's got a lot of bad acting, bad jokes, bad writing, bad story. Pretty much everything's bad in this, you know? 
but that doesn't like it being the a cheap straight the video movie doesn't give it a pass in my opinion i mean there's plenty of other movies you could watch family friendly movies that are holiday themed and much 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 better than this i mean you probably already have watched all of them already i mean go put on it's a wonderful life or something that's that's a classic that's always gonna be good and timely to watch whereas this isn't i mean you know it's, it's just junk man don't 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 watch this just <laughs> i didn't hate it i suppose like tv I don't know. I, I can't get too mad at Larry the Cable Guy. Like I said, he just seems like a fun dude to hang out with. Um, so I can't get too mad at him over this. Um, but it ain't good. I, I'm going to give it a pass as well. You know, it's just like, yeah. Go watch something better. There you have it. Jingle all the way, too. Yep. <laughs> Final movie of 2021 <laughs> with raving reviews from us <laughs> the after christmas special <laughs> after christmas roast more like it right yeah we had some leftovers from the roast from <laughs> a while back right oh yeah i have a request oh what is it can we watch some good movies now please <laughs> that's what i was gonna say man <laughs> Like, we had the Green Knight in there, but I wasn't even here last week for good old Jingle All the Way. <laughs> That's true. You gotta just roast a lot of movies. So, for next week, uh, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna change it up. We're gonna do some treat yourself picks. Oh, we're just gonna finally. pick whatever we want. <laughs> I know. It's been a while. We had no treats for Christmas this year, so we did. Need... <laughs> or Thanksgiving. Green Knight was a delicious treat, sir. <laughs> hey i love it there's some highlights in there but it'll be nice to just no categories just pick whatever we want who's got a pick Ooh, i've got a pick ah what is it ever since we watched a certain movie on this show it was another is is either a treat yourself or a, like spring cleaning one i've been in the mood to watch a certain type of film. A mm. film with with swords and stoic protagonists in a beautiful land across the sea <laughs> of Japan. Oh! If, if you haven't guessed, it's samurai movies, baby. I'm bringing us yeah. back with one that I watched um, at near the start of last year. And I absolutely loved it and had a great time watching it. We're going to watch Kill with an exclamation Ooh, mark. Okay. I'm excited to watch this. I think I tried to watch this at one point, but I was like dog sitting at my parents' house. The dog was being kind of obnoxious. I was trying to sleep. It wasn't. A, I, I got like 10 minutes in and I think I was like, ah, I better turn this off. <laughs> <laughs> what a shame. Ooh, this has Nakeda in it, if that's how you say his name. It does. I do like that guy. This has been on my list, man. 
This is good. I'm excited. Yeah, I haven't watched a samurai movie in a while. I bought several since I <laughs> we last did that category, <laughs> but I haven't watched any of them yet, really. So this will be good. This is a good time to get back into it, then. Yep, yep. In the meantime, if any of your listeners out there want to get in contact with us, you can find us on Facebook or Twitter at Run the Real. Or you can email us at runtherealpodcast at gmail.com, whether you know be your thoughts on Jingle All the Way 2, Christmas movies in general, or if you want us to act in your film in like Hawaii or like Japan <laughs> or you know, somewhere really nice. Yeah. <laughs> you can also send that to us. <laughs> but if you just want to talk to us about movies in general, whatever, yeah, I guess we'll talk to you about that. <laughs> It's for business only, dang it. That email's sacred. <laughs> but, yeah. Hit us up. If you've even seen Jingle all the way, too, I'd be very curious to see what your thoughts were. Let us know. Yeah. Yeah, get in contact with us. Let us know if you've watched this movie. I, I know nothing about this i didn't know it existed until you tv <laughs> so i only saw it because i looked up jingle all the way on letterbox and i was like wait what's this underneath it <laughs> jingle all the you way only too? knew because of us <laughs> yes yeah, it's a cycle so, it's full circle but, yeah get in contact with us we love requests even if we complain because they're bad movies we do like them <laughs> they are fun so send them in as you can see, we, we, we subject ourselves to these, these things as well. So. Week after week, we keep at it. So, <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening to us tonight. We really appreciate it. This is Run The Real, signing off.